Welcome to the Major Magic Show. I am Stephanie Major, your host, and this is episode 7 of the podcast. I am not feeling my greatest today. I started yesterday with some chills and a fever and achy muscles and bones, so I'm not feeling my flyest. Truth is, that is a struggle for me. I am all about health optimization and I get really down on myself when I'm feeling sick, when I'm feeling unwell. I question like, what did you do wrong? Is it those two nights in a row that you stayed up late? Like, are you not eating the right things? Are you pushing yourself too hard? Are you not taking the right supplements? Like, what is it that's going on? And after a year of what feels like an unrelentless amount of health thing here and health thing there popping up, I just want to feel healthy and good for, I mean, an entire month would be great. I'd be really grateful for an entire month. Now, last year I had parasites. I had two surgeries, one of them being emergency surgery in Mexico. So I am trying to not let this little, little flu get me down. I allowed myself to stay in bed the entire day yesterday to sleep, to rest, to hydrate my body. Today I'm going to be doing the same, but I'm allowing myself to speak to you, to share some of my stories of the last week. I very recently texted a friend. I actually I sent her a voice note thanking her for being such an inspiration to me. She's someone that I've watched not only live a very intentional life, but to be so devoted and committed to her own podcast and just watching her grow as an interviewer and watching podcasts flourish and expand and become something even more incredible than what it was at the starting, I had to tell her that I appreciate that and that it inspired me and allowed me to believe that I could do something for myself, that I could speak into a microphone and create art in that way. And an interesting thing, when she responded to me, she asked me the question, would I ever do an interview episode? And I've really been thinking about that since then. And I'm going to keep these main episodes the same format. It's me, it's you, it's the microphone, it's me talking about my adventures and the things that occur in my life, talking about the past, lessons learned, what I see for the future, what I'm working on with my clients, and, 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 I love the word and, okay? We all need more ands in our life. I'm doing these main episodes and I am going to be adding in some bonus episodes and what I'm going to give myself permission to do in these bonus episodes is be super creative. So that might mean an interview episode. I do know that I have this sacral activation meditation that I want to record and release as my first bonus episode. It's very much inspired by the very true event of my vibrator exploding in my hand to the point that there was smoke coming out of it just a week or two ago. (laughs) So there is a personal need for some sacral activation in my life. And that does not only mean, I'll elaborate more on that story in that bonus episode, but this activation won't just be for sexuality. It's going to be if you're feeling like you want to call in some more creativity, some more balance in your emotions, 
emotions, some more fulfillment in your relationships. And if you want to get a little bit more in touch, in tune with those very special areas of your body, partnered or unpartnered, this is going to be a great meditation for you. We are all going to activate our sacrals together. So stay tuned for that. So I'm really excited about the bonus episode. That's where I'm going to let my creativity have fun and play and create and see what else I can make from this. I had a really great week last week. A good week means there's all things in it. There are some real heartfelt, deep, emotional processing moments. There are some real connections with great human moments. There is some delicious food tasting moments, experiencing new things, being outside, going on adventures. So that was my week. I I was in the bathroom and I had been doing that thing where you you're touching the screen of your phone and you don't realize it and then it takes you to a place on your phone like either it's asking you to delete all your apps or it's taking you to a part of your phone that you didn't realize was there before and that's what it did for me it got me to the area of my phone where you set up your wallpaper from a picture and what I hadn't noticed before that if you swiped over it would take you to the wallpaper that you had previously and so I noticed because now I have a picture of Buenos Aires on my wallpaper and I flip back there was like one from Alabama and the one before that was one from Alabama and then another one was me and a friend and then I flipped one more and it got to a picture that had me immediately filled with emotion and crying and it was one of those cries where the tears were out before you could even realize you were crying and this picture was of a girl her name's Sophia she lives in Mexico She hangs out almost the entire day and night in a grocery store parking lot. Her family, that's where they work. Her mom, her dad, her grandmother, her uncle. Almost everyone in her entire family work in this parking lot washing the cars while people go in to do their grocery shopping. And I met this girl in May of last year when I started shopping at at that particular store. And week after week, she would come up to me and I'd give her my shopping card and I'd give her some pesos to thank her for putting it away. And she would start to stay with me longer and longer, sometimes just smiling, sometimes getting the courage to talk or say something. And I would notice that she would get excited when she would see our car pull into the parking lot. And I would get excited on my way to the grocery store knowing I would see her. And also getting disappointed on the very few days that she wasn't there. And it got to the point where she started coming into the grocery store with me, following me around with whatever I was doing, and then eventually holding on to my shopping cart as I would walk around and I would tell her things that I needed and she would go and get them and she would come and bring them back and put them in the cart for me. And every week I would buy her some water or something to drink, some food. And then I started buying her clothes. And one night when it was particularly cool, I noticed she didn't have a jacket. So I bought her one that night. You know, sometimes it would be a toy. It changed from week from week. And we also got to the point where... She would look up at me and smile and she would wrap her arms around me and give me the most warm, genuine, loving hug. And it really filled my heart. It made me so happy. It was just such a cool connection because here she is, this five, six-year-old, and 
I'm just learning Spanish and I could practice some of my words with her. And she would help me out and she was like a friendly face and she would be someone, because I didn't interact with many people where I was living in Mexico because of being a, a narco town and not being able to be out very much during the day, she was this one person that I look forward to connecting with. And so that's the person's picture that I saw on my phone and it brought me to so much emotion because I never got the chance to say goodbye to Sofia before I left Mexico. I never got to tell her that I was leaving. I never got to know that it was the last moment and squeeze it a little tighter. I never got to thank her for bringing so much joy into my life. She's someone that I will, with almost certainty, never see again. And I'll never know who she becomes and who she ends up loving or... Will she go to school? Will she have kids? Will she also work in that parking lot? Sometimes think if I just hadn't left Mexico so quickly. I didn't know I was leaving the last time I saw her. And it ended up coming to the point where I left really immediately. What if I would have had that chance to slip her a little note and say, this is my email address and that probably doesn't mean anything to you right now. But one day, please write me and let me know how you are and who you are and where you are. I, I had kind of forgot about Sophia for the last couple months. Pain of leaving her immediately when I left was really strong, really palpable, really difficult. And I think I tucked it away. And coming back to that picture really brought it back to life. And I'm grateful for that because it allows me to process what I'm feeling. The grief of missing her and the fact that I'll never see her again was really hard. So there was moments like that during my week, some moments of real processing emotions that are living inside of my body and moments like going to a digital nomad meetup. I went there on my own. I still get nervous going to these things on my own, but I think it's a really great challenge if you can. If you've never done it, go to the movies alone, a restaurant alone, walk into a party alone you know, maybe wedding crash alone. Maybe that's too extreme. I don't know. But I came to this event on my own, got myself a gin and tonic because I don't know why, but Stephanie Major is now a gin and tonic drinker. That's her new Argentinian signature drink, which I've never drank gin in my entire life, but now I do. So I got myself a drink and I walked over and I found someone to talk to. So we started having this nice conversation there was this point in the conversation when he says, oh no, like I organized this whole thing. So I found the one person to talk to that was the organizer. Like that's like going to a high school dance and finding the teacher to talk to. But around him were some really cool people. And I realized at one point that one of the other men that were there is Canadian. And that was great. I love meeting other Canadians. But when he said that he was from Toronto, to be in such a far place on this planet and then connect with someone that's not only from your country, but from the very place that you know so well, there is this instant connection, this instant bond, this instant trust that occurs you just skip so many steps because without saying a word he knows so much about my life and it wasn't very long within that night that there was another guy that came up who was Canadian, who ends up being from Toronto. And the three of us just had this immediate little squeal, this little dance, this little jump. Like it felt like finding treasure. And here were these people that I just immediately felt so close to. And we had the 
best night. We danced on this rooftop with live music and a DJ and 150 other people from around the world sipping my gin and tonic, having the time of my life. It was so great. I got home super late that night. Worth it, I think, until I'm sick now. So wait, let me reevaluate that. Okay, still worth it. And then I have this new group and one of the people, one of the Torontonians that I met is also part of this WhatsApp group that is all Canadians who are in Buenos Aires. So now I have this new WhatsApp group of 79 people, specifically Canadian, in my phone, get together and have dinner and talk and explore the city together. So I got so excited because that night I was talking myself out of going. I was really telling myself, no, you know what? Maybe you just want to stay home tonight. You don't have to go. And I really had to evaluate, like, is that true? Do you really want to stay home? Or are you kind of being a little solitary right now? Are you thinking about Mexico too much? Have you spent enough time processing emotions and now it's time? Time to get out there. So I'm so glad that I listened to that inner knowing of going out and meeting new people because that's exactly what I needed. That was exactly what I was craving. More connection to home while I'm here. And so the next night, one of the Torontonians, that's such a funny word, Torontonians, but whatever. You know what I mean. One of the dudes from Toronto, him and I went out and we got some sushi. And the sushi was delicious. And it happened to have a speakeasy in this sushi restaurant. So we got to go and go into the speakeasy, which was all New York prohibition themed. And it was super cool. We had the most incredible conversation about everything, about AI, about crypto, about relationships, about life, about the things that we're working on, that we're growing, the books that we're reading. It was such an enriching conversation that we didn't even realize that it was 3 a.m. by the time we left. And so that's how the next couple days kind of went. Meeting up with another new friend for tacos and then walking the markets. And then meeting up with another friend the next day and going and exploring the downtown. And having him experience, I had already been there, but going to the most well-known pizza place in all of Buenos Aires and watching him experience it and eat it. See how delicious it was for the first time. And then we walked down by the water we didn't have a plan. We didn't know what we were doing. We just allowed our intuition to lead us. And we found so many incredible things along the way. And we found this kind of nature reserve where you could walk along these paths and it brought you down to the water. And so we sat by the water. This is the same friend that I went to the sushi place with and we had great conversation. We sort of been thinking, okay, it's enough time. And I said, no, let's just wait five more minutes. And so we did and we closed their eyes and we listened to the water lap up against the shore. And we listened to the kids that were putting their feet in the water laugh. I said, okay, that's great. That's enough. Let's go. And we started walking back and it started to rain, but the sun was out. You know, those rains where the sun is shining, but there is warm, giant, fat drops that are hitting your already super hot summer skin. And it feels so good. And you stop worrying about the way that your hair looks or if your shirt's going to be see-through and you just enjoy it. You just enjoy the juicy drops. You just enjoy the experience of being in the rain. 
And we had stopped because we noticed that the sun was coming through the buildings in a particular way. And with the rain hitting the water, it just looked so beautiful. So we were taking some pictures and some video. And he ended up noticing that just a little further, he's like, hey, wait, this looks like a really cool spot too. And so we got to that spot and it was kind of a little lookout over some more water and what I pretended was a beaver dam, but I don't think it's a beaver dam. I have to Google that later. Are there beavers in Buenos Aires? (laughs) But we're looking out at the water, blue sky, the clouds, and we notice there is an entire rainbow. You see it from one end to the other, right in front of our eyes. It's making a perfect arc. And every single one of those colors is visible and it's gorgeous. And the longer we stay and enjoy it and smile, we realize that there is a double rainbow. There is a second rainbow arced perfectly over the first one with its colors a little more muted a little more subtle but here i am standing in the rain seeing the most beautiful rainbow of my life and every step leading up to that moment had to happen the way that it was to get me there in that spot standing there and that's why they say we can only connect the dots looking backwards So if you're stumbling around and you're not sure why you're at this point or why you're at that point or why this thing is happening, you are going to one day reach a beautiful, rainbow, colorful, special, impactful moment and look back and know that everything that got you there was purposeful and intentional. And then of course, it's Monday, it's yesterday, and I start getting sick. And then I start doubting and thinking, oh, did I spend too much time with new friends? Did I push myself too hard? Did I stay up too late? Did I have too much fun? Did I eat too much pizza? Why now am I sick? And I had tickets to go that night to watch this drum show that I've been hearing about since I got here and how great it was. And I was supposed to go there with seven other Canadians. And it was something that I was so looking forward to and now I had to miss it. And now I had to stay home and wondering, is that my fault? Did I do something wrong? But sometimes it just is. And the fact is, I'm just sick right now. And what can I do during this time of solitude? What can I do right now as I'm home, as I'm taking baths, as I'm sleeping, as I'm working quietly from my bed? How can I make that intentional? How can I make that purposeful? Instead of going into the why, why me, why now, will I miss out, will my new friends forget me, how long am I going to be sick, what else is this going to take for me, I'm trying to shift into what will this give me, what can I create, what can I recharge, or how can I love myself even more deeply, even more completely during this time, not in a simple thing to do. But I know that as long as I have that intention, there is a higher chance that I will be making steps towards that intention. And if I'm only in the poor me, there is a higher chance that I'm only going to be taking poor me steps. I'll take it back to the beginning of this episode. Look out, there is going to be a sexy sacral activation meditation with an exploding vibrator story coming up real soon. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, I want to offer you a coupon for any of my offerings on my website. The coupon is 
magic 22. It'll give you 22% off anything. I highly recommend the energy work and intuitive guidance sessions. That is like my specialty. That is my most well-received, most impactful, most magical sessions. Although anything on there is pretty dope. There are tarot readings and new moon and full moon ceremonies. There's some organ detoxing, but as my gift to you, Magic 22, 22% off whatever you want. Majormagic.ca is my website. Majormagic33 is my Instagram. And bye for now. 